0: welcome back to the boiler room everybody this is part two of the june the 23rd of 2022 boiler room i'm your host the call sign is Hesher. and if you listen to tnt radio today you might have heard myself and ruckus and of course our colleague the truth hound on uh on that broadcast we we're filling in for patrick henningson and uh big shout out to patrick and 21stcenturywire.com Big shout out to uh, Tim, who just uh, signed up uh, on Rockfin. Thank you. That's amazing to see you there, my friend. Let's see here. Uh, also, boy, someone threw uh, something in the swear jar. I believe, is that you, Conrad? I'm not sure, man. Someone threw something in the swear jar in the first part over on Rockfin. Thank you very much for that. You're amazing. Uh, of course, anyone that has pitched in on our Shillin' for Sanity spring donation drive here at Alternate Current Radio, you folks are amazing too. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's uh, We're coming down to it. We're going to close that out and total it up in one week. I believe in one week from today. It will be officially summer, and that will close out our uh, spring shilling for sanity donation drive i want to give a big shout out to everybody that has kicked in or become a patron or picked up some social reject club merchandise or some daily ruckus merchandise or other acr merchandise we have things up there that i don't even know (laughs) in the store anymore i think there's like pillows and all kind of stuff coffee mugs coffee mugs and t-shirts are where it's at for sure uh so yeah a couple of you bought those shout out to beowulf for uh, kicking in on some social reject gear there and uh let's see yeah one more week on that so if you want to throw in anybody uh now's the time because we'll total it up for you next week we'll see how we did on the spring shilling for sanity donation drive and yeah looking forward to that so welcome back to the show everybody uh let me re-welcome uh where'd everybody go where where is everybody ruckus is here <laughs> welcome back ruckus how you doing man
2: good i um earlier this morning you and i well you were filling in some pretty big show uh shoes by guest hosting for patrick kenningson and i was a guest there and now the two of us are filling in for everybody's shoes i guess for the second half so um, it feels like a part two of what you and I did this morning in our hour-long conversation, actually. It's kind
0: of interesting. Yeah, I'm actually kind of glad we're uh, doing that. We may even look at uh, this this first part of it <clears throat> as... Uh, Tad HG, thank you, thank you. Uh, we, we may look at this first uh, part of it as sort of just me running bu- running by some things that I, I showed earlier in that program that you weren't there for. And I think I want to start with... Uh, there you go. There you have it. I want to start with uh, this guy right here, President Biden. What's he have to say? What
1: does he have to say? We do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children. Eventually we need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing for fairly well. That's why we need the money.
0: So ruckus, we need more money because there's going to be another pandemic that's almost a direct quote
2: well gee whiz joe you should have thought of that before you sent all that money to ukraine right (laughs) i mean what the heck i I mean like seriously you start playing that and then you expect it's like mad libs remember that game where it would be like you fill in the words with the blank spaces Mm -hmm. right that's what it's like it's like we need more money for and you're like uh Hey, he's going to say Ukraine like for the se- wait, he said second pandemic this time. Wait a minute. What's he going to say next time? What, what do we need money for next time, folks? Whose money is that? Out of curiosity. Who's he pleading for for money? Out of curiosity. Is this taxpayer money?
0: I don't know. Do they just give it straight to Pfizer or Moderna? No. They got there's so many there's a whole industry, there's a whole uh, pandemic industry to give it to. But that's pretty bold. That's pretty bold to just, you know, come out and say, hey, uh, we just caused this hyperinflation. We just took away everybody's rights. We're working on taking away more of them. And uh, yeah, I remember how crappy 2020 and 2021 were. Guess what? We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. And
2: what happened, every time Joe Biden before used to, like, talk about these ominous predictions they were just that. They were fairly dark and ominous. Um, remember how Christmas Christmas was last year, Hesher? Do you remember? It was uh, a pretty black, dark Christmas. Yeah, wasn't. Yeah. Remember Dark Winter? Oh, yeah. I, I know you do. <laughs> he, he promised us a
0: winter of uh, disease and death, if I recall.
2: Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for you and Spore there, you endured a different kind of dark winter for a few days. <laughs> Without the power... Um, yeah, no, I don't take anything this guy says as far as these ominous predictions go seriously. <clears throat> However, I do take when he's asking for more money seriously, uh, because they weren't kidding. Well, um, when it get, well, hold on, there's a good point. He didn't ask for or plead for more money for to for the sake of Ukraine in this proxy war. I mean, war with uh, Russia or whatever it is. Uh, they just like gave it to them. He just whipped up these emergency authorization powers like he frequently does um how come he's not doing that for this Hmm. again he seems to not care enough to to uh do much for the american people he's more than happy to help other places and things
0: yeah um i know i saw uh one of our colleagues shout out to matt sent me a uh like a White House briefing today, or one of those like you know memos that the president puts out, and this one was talking about. Uh, you're gonna love this. Is talking about how they're gonna ease things for Americans at the gas pump, right? So he starts talking. He ram- you know. It, I mean, it's it's a written document. Obviously, someone else has written it, but it's you know signed by the president, whatever. But it's t- saying that essentially that they're gonna remove. Uh, there's a gov- There's a federal tax on every gallon of gas it's 16 cents. Uh, so that's what he's going to do to, uh, your pain at the pump. Everybody he's going to, uh, just put a pause on that measly six X 16 extra cents per gallon. So don't worry if your gas is, you know, four X, what it was five X, what it was, (laughs) uh, they'll, they'll shave off a little, you know, just some, some chump change there for you.
2: I saw a real picture floating around of a 7-Eleven whose gas prices were 7-Eleven. There you have it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's memeing. That one is memeing right now. I think Elon Musk even put that one out today. So, uh, yeah, that one's been going around. That's you know, some There's so many good uh, meme texts on it, too. It's just like I've waited my whole life for this. <laughs> yeah, really amazing to see. Um, so, yeah, that, they're going to take that little tiny... Uh, tax off of our gas right there temporarily and encourage other governors to do the same with their, their uh, state ones. So that, wow, what, what, an, what an illustrious uh, government we have. Thanks for that,
2: guys. That really helps. You know. This is the what, what the age of austerity, right? This is like everything is getting smaller, like the, the magazine sizes, the clips, the ammunition size. That, that little gun there that you showed there in the first half, um, people's paychecks, yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah, how how much food they can buy at the grocery store with their dollar. Um, this is getting ridiculous, uh, and so now he wants to. Yeah, he wants to take off a little bit of the, the the gas prices by removing a little piece of there. That's the tax. He also did you hear? He wants to remove the um, the nicotine uh, content in your cigarettes.
0: Oh yeah, yep, and ban um jewel vapes, right? Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta work on that's that's the pr- fucking priority right now. Banning jewel vapes and metering people's nicotine. Are are you fucking kidding me? Like our country's falling apart. It's completely corrupt. Our military is falling apart, obviously, as we learned in part one. Uh, what else? We have a, a, a predatory pandemic industrial complex being waved in our faces. We have uh, that's right, Bear. We have little Greta uh, running around, you know, uh, at the on the strings of Klaus Schwab, telling us that uh, we're going to own nothing and we're going to like it. I'm going to have to turn in my Trans Am, right? I'm not going to be able to drive my car anymore. What am I going to do? are they, they going to subsidize a fucking Tesla for me? Elon Musk going to have a drone drop a Tesla and replace my Trans Am? I don't think so. Um, saw a great meme today. I think I saved it. I think Mac shared it. Shout out to Mac, but it was uh it was an image of um some like a tow truck, like an electric tow truck. Uh, towing something to charge an electric car. Here it was. No, it was a gas-powered van towing a diesel generator, charging an electric car. I love it, man. That that's just like the perfect vision of uh, green, the green future of driving. Here, as they're just going to price us out of gas. They're going to fucking price us out of gas. They're going to legislate us out of firearms. You know what I mean? These are constitutional rights that they're going that they have engineered to fail in the wake of the pandemic, to completely screw up our ability to travel freely, to, to protect ourselves, uh, to feed our babies, for Christ's sake. I mean, we've already seen that one come down. Uh, as we covered last week, we've got over like 700 uh, factories, farms, fish, sheep. I don't care. You name it. Insert animal here. They're being burned down. They're being lost at sea. They're just mysteriously uh having all these problems it's it's just amazing to see like the amount of things that we could be working on the fucking fentanyl problem uh the 2 million people that uh, have come across the southern border illegally in the last year um and the projected 8 million so 6 more coming we got 30,000 coming up the uh Up the way right now, all holding Mexican green cards so Mexico can just get these freeloaders the hell out of their country where they don't even want them. They don't belong there. They come from other countries. We've got, uh, uh, this is, you're right, Ruckus, this is the age of austerity, you know? And we've sat here and we fucking watched them do, do this to Venezuela. We're watching this happen in Ecuador right now. Right now, there's a massive uprising in the Ecuadorian cities. People are super pissed off about cost of living, you know, uh, and and we're just sitting here looking at it going, oh, that's not going to be us. We just need to, you know, grab our balls real hard at the gas pump and squeeze and say slavo Ukraina," right? Like, that's that's what we're supposed to, you know, it, it, masochism for, for Ukraine, uh, you know, and it's all Putin's fault, which is all fucking bullshit, of course.
2: The cigarette. Yeah, Cigarette is the new metaphor, the symbology of the boiling frog syndrome that we're in, folks. Remember that movie Fifth Element, right, with uh, Bruce Willis? And uh, hubba hubba there. Uh, Anyways, um, Mia Jovovich, um, he had this cigarette thing where he was trying to quit. Each time he would get a, a new cigarette, it was a bigger filter and less of an actual cigarette each time. And it was supposed to help him quit. That's what our our nicotine content's going to be in the cigarette. This time it's going to be like, well, we're just taking out a little percentage, and then next time they're going to take out a little bit more and a little bit more because we keep effing letting them. Not we, not you or I, Hasher, sure, or not the listeners. Um, but this is where this goes. They just they take a little bit at a time. They chip away at it. Same thing with the the gun you know laws with this red flag laws bullshit and the 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 magazine capacity bullshit and no bump stocks bullshit you know this is how they do it so i don't know man it's, yep. it's all just a, a slippery slope one one piece at a time right yep
0: so many bricks in the pathway to absolute austerity um they're telling us that's where we're headed they're showing us uh we're feeling it we're feeling it definitely feeling it all right let's see here uh what else what else um Okay, World Health Organization Study. You may have heard me uh, bring this one up with uh, the Truth Hound earlier today, but check this out. i uh, put it on the screen here, and we'll go solo with it. This is at uh, expose-news.com. World Health Organization Study concludes risk of suffering serious injury due to COVID vaccine is 339% higher than the risk of being hospitalized with COVID-19 what 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 uh excuse me wasn't it uh two years ago ruckus when we were uh, armchair virologists for a year uh you know on a crash course and it didn't take us more than i think we knew walking into it because we've seen them uh sort of uh, telegraphing these pandemic scares for years, right? We've been tracking this one for a long time. Always wondered if it would be one of the long poles in the tent <clears throat> when it came to globalism and tyranny. You know, for probably 10 years now, we've been looking at these things. You know, Zika, H1N1, uh, SARS. You know, all, all this stuff. Of course, back to AIDS. Uh, AIDS. AIDS is to pandemics as Columbine is to school shootings. uh goes back you know to some of the early ones but it's it's been pretty common knowledge amongst thought criminals for a long time that one's natural immunity is way more powerful than uh, injected immunity especially in someone that is relatively healthy so are we surprised to see that no but a little surprised to see the who uh putting it out i'm curious like how much of uh well, you know, they got good numbers. They got good stats in here. If, uh, if you roll through it, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I recommend people check it out, and I will be putting it on tonight's show page in the uh, reference links there, which will be available at alternatecurrentradio.com. But, um, yeah, it's amazing. Look at all those side effects, supplemental included, uh, included and excluded, all these side effects. My goodness, we can't even go through them all. They look really scary. Some of them. Oh, look, there's breast cancer. Just spotted that one in the middle of there. uh, type two diabetes, all kind of scary shit. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Uh, I'll just scroll through that real quick so everybody can kind of see some of the data there. Uh, scroll back up a little bit.
2: Hesher, did you see what it said between those two tables right there? That paragraph?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll read this part. Scientists, uh, Sought to investigate the association between FDA authorized mRNA COVID 19 vaccines and serious adverse events identified by the Brighton collaboration using data from the still ongoing phase three randomized placebo controlled clinical trials on which emergency authorization was based. Scientists discovered here's the meaty part scientists discovered that in the Moderna trial, the excess risk of serious uh, adverse events was 15.1 per 10,000 participants uh, greatly surpassed the risk reduction for COVID-19 hospitalization relative to the placebo group, uh, which was uh, 6.4 per 10,000 patients. This means recipients of the uh, Moderna injection were and are 140% more likely to suffer a serious adverse event than they are to be hospitalized with COVID-19. And uh, in the name of expediency, uh, in the Pfizer trial, that number is 339% more likely to suffer serious adverse event than they are to be hospitalized with COVID-19. Wow. I
2: think my favorite part, Hesher, was the still ongoing phase three trials. Oh. I don't know about you. Yeah and is I don't phase know if
0: everybody caught that is phase 4 the long term part uh the part that you know you really should care the most about
2: i don't think there's a such thing as a phase 4
0: <laughs> all right well how long is phase 3 we don't know and the messed this up is- thing is there's no control group anymore because once people leave these fucking things they force them to get vaccinated so all of a sudden there is no long term control group is i mean am i wrong is that how that works
2: i It's, it's, it's complicated and over my head because I'm not a real virologist, just an armchair one apparently, right? I this is just, those numbers are what is grossly frightening. Those are really high, especially that Pfizer one, 339%. That's three, that's three, it's almost three and a half times the, the normal amount. So, um... Yeah, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that maybe this isn't really helping and it might actually be hurting. Do they do do you know if they link this to, you know, maybe what's the reason behind what if this is part of that thing that we heard about the vaccine induced autoimmune deficiencies?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, I don't think so. I don't see any mention of that in here.
2: It's, this is just talking about adverse events, huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's pretty uh, science-y and clinical. It's not really uh, making any assumptions, but, man, could you... It looks,
2: am- it looks like they're placing blame on the mRNA. I think that's that's the gist of all of this, that that's what's going on, is that that's a problem. And, yeah, like you said from the beginning, that's that's where we were blowing the whistle. I mean, believe what you want about vaccines, but traditional vaccines are built upon... The traditional model of the human body's immune system, the idea being that when you are exposed to a small particle, a piece of the virus, like when you go get the flu vaccine, you're given a small part of the flu so that your body learns how to fight it. That's why it was always ridiculous to to most of us thinking, folks, well, if you already caught the disease, why would you need to take a vaccine? But that's another argument. Let's not worry about that. But the problem is, when they wanted to do this mRNA shit, this this giantly, totally never done before, they had no idea what was going to happen. They should have been doing these. Look, look how long we are now. Like how many how many weeks down the, the to slow the spread now into this trial are we? After we've already given five or six of them to some people, and now we want to put it in the arms of like little babies, toddlers, kids below the age of five. Come on, no, you know this is just this is this is frightening. These numbers are scary and And if this is what the World Health Organization is willing to report and admit to, can you imagine what the real percentage numbers are? I would imagine it's probably closer to three thousand mm-hmm. percent. Call me crazy. yeah Call well it. we I don't care
0: we've We've heard a lot over the last uh year and a half about how bad bears is about how difficult it is to get uh, recognized and included in the VARS database when something goes wrong. Uh, it's estimated that the VERS database is some order of magnitude like Ruckus just mentioned, like 10,000 off or something like that. So yeah, th- this is the best they can come up with with their little clinical trial here uh, with 10,000 participants. But...
2: Here's, here's another thing they stopped mentioning. Do you remember when they – at first they said, don't do this, but then they said, go ahead and do this. And the this I'm describing is the mixing and the matching of the jabs because yeah. they were pretty adamant about like, oh, no, you can't mix them and you can't even change your batch. We got to keep track of which number this came from and your second dose can only come from here. you know. And then they just said, ah, fuck it. And you know and here we are. <laughs> right. you know, I'm sure that has nothing to do with the two and there's certainly no way that we could track that or they're not taking into any of this shit into account are they?
0: No, no. And they're, you know, yeah, you're right. That was scary when they came out and said, "Yeah, you know what? Never mind what we said again. Just go ahead and mix and match, you know. Treat it like uh treat it like your 21st birthday. Have have a cocktail. You know, have so ha- try the Moderna. It's excellent today. Did you like that? Well, You'll love the Pfizer today. We've got a brilliant batch from Pfizer. It only it's only been cooled off for 48 hours, even though it's only supposed to be cooled off for what seven minutes or something. Does anybody really believe, by the way, that they're actually keeping these things cool? Like they, you actually trust those people at, at Wally World uh, Pharmacy desk and CVS to, to make sure that this special juice that's going to affect your your DNA, has even been treated to protocol by these people. Uh, many of these people can't even tie their shoes, much less handle something that needs to remain a steady like 90 degrees uh, Fahrenheit or whatever the you know hell the frozen temperature is for these things. Uh, I don't, I don't. Here, here's the thing, here's the thing, Ruckus. Imagine if, uh, let's say your name is uh, John Smith. Oh, that's a terrible choice of name. Let's say your name is Mr. Jones. Um, and you take little Johnny or little Janie in for their COVID shot, right? Because TV told you you're gonna kill Grandma if you don't take little Johnny, little Janie, and yourself in and submit yourselves to the greatest uh, ghoulish experiment ever done on mankind, this Mengelean-esque experiment with our genetics. To save grandma, right? So you do that cuz you're a good uh a good communitarian And when you get there, the doctor sits you down and and he puts little Johnny or little Janie on the uh on the on the examination table and he says, "Okay, now uh Mr. Jones, we're going to inject this experimental stuff into your your child here, your 7-month-old uh, baby." Baby Johnny or Janie. And guess what? You're gonna love this. Uh, little Johnny or little Janie is only going to be 339% more likely to have an adverse reaction than little Johnny or Janie would be if you just got the fuck out of my office right now and stayed you know, stayed home or went about your business even better. Uh, but no, but no, no, no. Let's uh that's right, that's right, Goon Rider. Let's not forget, you know, we've got chimpanzee adenovirus in there. We've got, you know, like I keep saying, we got monkey snot in there. We got monkey snot. We got dead babies. We got uh, gene therapy drugs that are untested. And yeah, don't worry, Mister Mister Jones. There, uh, only three hundred and thirty-nine percent more likely to suffer an adverse reaction than if they just got the COVID. So how's that? Is that a good sale? Would that if we did it that way
2: all I want to know is is what is mr. Jones's pronouns because we totally forgot to ask that first and how dare you um, <laughs> they're they're dumb and ass I don't know there, there seemed to there also seemed to be a, a great deal amount of 0 information on the part of the people administering the jabs to the patients there was there was no insert um, in some cases from what I'd seen. I remember seeing a viral video where this lady took out this giant unfolded this piece of paper and there's nothing on it except like a QR code to scan or something or it was completely blank I can't remember one of the two um, but normally the people administering these these shots um, and also back in the day we would consult our doctors first and ask them, hey doc, is this right for me? Is this right for my child?" Remember when you see those commercials on TV when they say, you know, ask your doctor if XYZ is right for you before they go into the long list of crazy, scary, absolutely frightening, and potentially deadly side effects? Oh, hey, there's the side effects again. Oh, and look, it's made by the same companies. Weird. This is crazy. So meta, Hesher. I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's. Just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. All right. Well, speaking of uh, ridiculous, this is never going to go away uh, until we all turn our backs on it. Uh, yeah, there you go. What's up, Blue Aviation? Safe and effective, right? Uh, COVID vaccines linked to new type of incurable, fatal, de- degenerative brain disorder. Uh, that's out of uh, Epoch right there. So go check that one out, everybody. Um, safe, effective, and necessary. It is apparently necessary <laughs> for you and little Johnny and little Janie to take on 339% more likelihood to suffer an adverse react reaction. Uh, adverse And adverse reactions include fatal degenerative brain disorders, uh, paralyzation, you know,
2: this is just side
0: effects, just side effects. Um, Considering
2: who was saying that mantra over and over again, Hesher, the safe and effective thing, which was piped in directly from, from the 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 elite social engineering anti, you know, the ones that want to depopulate the earth type folks, you know, real being conspiratorial here, of course. But I mean, they were the ones saying this and they just kept repeating it. So and they're not stupid people. Um obviously they're willing to lie, but I think it was a little bit more than that. Maybe they were right the entire time. And every time they were saying it, it didn't mean what we thought it meant. They were saying it's a safe and effective way for them to kill us. Mm. Like, maybe.
0: Sure. seems that way with everything we're seeing. Um, there was no uh, global increased mortality in 2020. You know, uh, it really started in 2022 about a year after these shots came out. Okay, so so Joe says they're going to lock us down again. And what are they trying to do before they lock us down again? Well, they want to go after gun control again. Uh, so many problems that are hitting everybody in the country and having worldwide effects. But uh, we got to talk about guns. We're gonna talk about breaking our constitutional law. Uh, so as it sits uh, today, I meant to have this all like noted out and have some clips for everybody, but it's getting. Uh, I'm feeling a little ropey here, so I'm just gonna kind of uh, paraphrase what we learned today. Um, there's this bipartisan gun legislation, and it has advanced in the Senate with the backing of 14. 14 Republican rhino turncoats. So bipartisan uh, gun bill passed key procedural hurdle in the Senate uh, late Tuesday. And that clears the way for the chamber to take, take the measure up later this week as lawmakers scramble to ensure final passage before Congress leaves for a two week race. Senate voted uh, 64 to 34, including those 14 scumbags. To advance legislation after negotiators released the text of the 80-page bill uh, this week, uh, almost ensuring Congress will enact its first substantial gun control legislation in decades, and uh, it's interesting to me, Ruckus, that uh, these we're now up to 14 GOP senators, and many of them, like our own uh, Cornyn here in Texas, is getting booed off the stage for it uh, because. This essentially is something that's going to bolster red flag laws. And red flag laws are uh, illegal. They're unconstitutional. Uh, they fly in the face of everything that is American. And uh, they, they foster snitch culture. So we're going to start seeing a lot of uh, revenge red flag calls coming in once these things become uh, more popular and more easily done by who's going to do Who's going to do this, by the way, is that you, the police departments that are going to be, uh, going to people's houses and telling them that they can't have their firearms anymore with no due process? Like, why is that something? Why is that a job? Anyone wants to sign up for, um, you know, law abiding citizens with no records. You're going to go what? Knock on their doors at night, or do you take SWAT teams? I mean, how how where does the rubber meet the road here? How does this get, uh, you know, put into process? You and I talked about this a little bit, Ruckus. You had an interesting take on it, but um, yeah. So so this is happening, and we don't really know what the details are going to be quite yet. Uh, we know they can't get a AR-15 ban or any of this such stuff, but there's definitely. Uh, potential for age restrictions and all kinds of other stuff so um, again uh, I I put the number out uh, to call earlier uh, today Ruckus and we were thinking about actually calling them tonight maybe so um, I don't know what this is the there is good news too there's good news in the 2A uh, department but this is the uh
2: the bad news part yeah, the bad news first, right? I know what the good news is, and it is pretty good news. So. Yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. We'll get to that in a minute. I hope. Um, I don't know about this one, Hesh. This is this is one of these murky things. They're just gonna like, hey, we're just gonna pass this now, and we'll worry about what it is later. Is that is that what's going on? Because there's no, we don't know anything. What does that mean? What? Does that mean somebody could pick up the phone and say, "Hey, listen, I think this guy that I heard on the radio the other day, this Hesher guy, crazy-looking dude, like evil-looking hippie guy, uh, he he was saying some dangerous rhetoric, and I think he might be a danger to himself or the community." And then what? Now you get, you've been red flagged. Is that how that works? Are you red flagged based on your um, association already because of the people that you rub elbows with and the things that you, you know, you you say on your social media? Is it because you voted one way or another? Is it your religious belief? Is it your skin color? What is it? Is it because of your pronouns? What? We don't know. So yeah, this is a problem, but I I do imagine that there will be a, a selective list of criteria that someone would have to, they, you know, the obvious one is like, Hey, already, you know, I guess the laws already exist. Like, you know, certain things, if you're a convicted felon of a a gun crime related, you're going to have trouble owning a firearm. Right. Um, that that already exists right and that may already be unconstitutional depending on how you look at it um but what's it going to be what's it, what 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 is the criteria is it going to be your social credit score is it going to be your carbon footprint really where where does this end i
0: i don't know i don't know man it seems ridiculous to me the, the whole thing is like uh, unfathomable so uh we're going to call the senator's office uh right now and let them know how we feel about it uh, see if anyone answers all right dialing here we go calling our calling our senators see if uh Cornyn picks up it is late maybe we'll get a message machine are they gonna ghost us ruckus taxpayer dollars at there's work. your taxpayer dollars. All right. Well, business hours only, I suppose. Uh, if you want to call your senators, it seems like with such a short fuse on something like this, they could at least have a automated system, you know, or, or something like that. But an answering machine. FFs. They can't afford one,
2: Hesher, because they need the money for the second pandemic. Come on, right.
0: man. Yeah, we need that money. We need that money. All right, everybody. Well, uh, if you want to call during business hours and let them know because uh, these are your representatives, let them know to vote no on the anti-gun deal, which is uh, S2938. Tell them if they don't pass a bill that encourages willing and responsible adults to be armed, then they will have accomplished absolutely nothing to stop the next mass shooter. So they have so got senators saying, do something. There, there's something you could do right there. Or you could just maybe, I don't know, I don't know, in places like Uvalde, not have a bunch of cowards, right? Not have a bunch of liars and cowards and media whores. Sorry to say, but uh, I think everybody's thinking it. It's pretty much a mainstream talking point that uh, we've got two agencies just pointing their fingers at each other. Right. And uh, nothing, nothing. We get nothing. Um, All right. So. Uh, everybody, be sure and make those calls, make those calls. Uh, also, along those lines, before uh, we move along swiftly here, um, <clears throat> I want to uh, give a shout-out to all our Washington 2A listeners out there in Washington State. I uh, <clears throat> My condolences to you folks. I understand that next month you will be like, uh, like California. You'll be following in California's footsteps when it comes to standard magazines uh it starts out like and i can tell them how it goes i'll tell you i'll tell you where this leads and how it ends up but yeah in washington state uh they've done a magazine ban and 10 rounds in a removable magazine will now be the maximum legal uh capacity and But don't they they give you a solid, right? They do you a solid. Actually, they're giving you a solid. They they think they're doing you a solid. They want you to feel like they're doing you a solid, but really they're just dropping a solid in your punch bowl. Uh, Because I'm from California, they did this there a long time ago. I can tell you how this works. It starts just like this. It starts like that. They're gonna say, "Don't worry, we have a grandfather clause. You can keep them if you have them. You know, you have these heritage. You know, we're a lot of gun enthusiasts and." Washington State and uh, they own lots of 30 round magazines the standard magazine that goes with an armor light rifle uh, and don't worry about those you guys can keep those just don't buy it sell it, trade it, take it anywhere be caught with it uh, just keep it in your house We'll let you keep it in your house and not call you a felon. well as time passes, uh, that will change, just like it did in California. It went from what I just described, which is what is going to happen in Washington, to the point where uh, it's just you're a felon if you have one. Oh, you were grandfathered in because you bought that in, <clears throat> you know, 1997 or 2019 or you know, 2020 in Washington's case. Sure, you're grandfathered in. Don't worry about it. You can have that. But then as time goes on, uh, and those things become uh they'll just keep chipping away at it they keep chipping away at it and that's why uh gun control uh those of us that are 2a advocates uh you know we know what these are these, that's what they mean by a compromise that's a that's a perfect example of a compromise we made that compromise in California we thought okay well at least we have them in the house you know if if we have to go hot because some fentanyl zombies knocking on the door or whatever three in the morning and saying he's gonna rape your wife or whatever, you know, as soon as he comes in, at least you got that. Well, guess what? Uh, Washington, if you're anything like California within five to ten years, uh, you shoot that guy with that same magazine and your rifle when he comes in to rape your wife, and you'll be the one going to jail, even though you killed a feral fentanyl zombie in self-defense uh, because you had the wrong size magazine. So that's how that works. That's where that goes. That's what's going to happen. Man, I'm just going balls out with the predictions today. But that one is just too easy to call because that's exactly what they did in California. All right, a uh, quick Uvalde update here. Um, there are some hearings going on that are quite interesting. I'm still catching up on them. I recommend everybody check them out. Also, again, shout out to Foulmouth Veteran. I recommend everybody go to his YouTube channel and check out his uh, on-the-ground uh, coverage there in Uvalde. But let's let's see what's uh, what's coming out in the lamestream mass media cartel with regards to Uvalde. It's out of uh, NBC. Here we go.
1: A bombshell development in Green. Last night, the superintendent revealing the school's police chief, Pete Arredondo, is being placed on administrative leave. In part because of the lack of clarity that remains and the unknown timing of when I'll receive the results of the investigations. It comes as frustration in Uvalde has reached a boiling point. I have to answer to a bunch of bureaucrats up there that haven't been doing their damn job, but that's why we're calling them out today. The city's mayor blasting the state for calling the police response to the school shooting an abject failure without also highlighting their own role. Everybody in that hall needs to answer what went on in that hall. Not just Peter Ardondo, not just local Uvalde Police Department. Texas State Senator Roland Gutierrez has filed a lawsuit against DPS requesting 911 audio recordings, police body cameras and surveillance footage the acrimony over police protocols coming on a day where state lawmakers also concentrated their attention on another issue. Mental health is everyone's business, uh, that we all play a role. That tough conversation coming on the heels of a breakthrough.
0: All right, that's getting a little choppy. I think you get the point. It's a mess. It's still a mess. They're still changing the story. Now we're seeing, um, still shots from inside the hallway. We've got like Little little glimpses of the the CCTV stuff, no body cams, no audio, no uh, full running video, just just enough to paint this picture. And again, I just don't understand it. Uh, it seems like they're definitely hiding something and trying to play it off like you know, oh, it's it's Uvaldi versus DPS uh a likely story a likely story have two two agencies you know pointing the finger at each other for dropping the ball when they're they're putting out footage of them all dropping the ball on purpose apparently and then there's this whole thing with uh with the door they're saying that now the door was uh possibly unlocked maybe unlocked or ajar or something like that it is so convoluted and so messed up man like I was in the middle of like cataloging everything and um, you know trying to make my own timeline, and it just got so convoluted. They changed the story every three days, and now the uh, the Uvalde people are saying that they haven't even heard from the Texas you know Rangers Department of Safety whatever since uh, like the twenty eighth of last month or something like that. No updates on the reports. Uh, all this stuff. So. Uh, this is so frustrating, such a frustrating story to try to follow. And then man, I'm hearing uh, Biden saying, or someone saying that they should demolish the school. Does that sound familiar? Uh, I think we've seen that one
2: before. Yeah, that one's still so controversial. You don't want to talk about it even hardly. Um, Man, this is crazy. Um, Dude, Okay, the, the the suspiciousness of all of this and the, the way it's playing out actually reminds me more of the, the shady shit we hear about when it comes to people and things related to Epstein's Island than it does related to a school shooting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Usually there's a whole bunch of stuff going on I and mean, too much stuff. There's usually too many shiny objects bouncing around all over the place and so many trails and rabbit holes and you know conspiracy candy to follow this one is this is bizarre there's something going on and then this is another thing like the media is just kind of catching up with what we were saying from the beginning like what a gross amount of negligence that took place what the hell is going on and then now they're like oh hey wait a minute look something weird's going on over here maybe we should look into it deep I mean what the hell is this I mean come on I don't know very sneaky i mean very suspicious sus is the the term i suppose Uh,
0: so sus so very sus yeah so uh it's all pete arredondo's fault you know I, i have a hard time with with that like how the hell is pete arredondo the only like have the the final say for 70 plus minutes while this this shit is going on. Was
2: was he the one single handedly tackling the parents? Was he the one that that removed the gun from the the one off duty officer who was the husband of the teacher who got shot and killed? Was he personally responsible for all of the, those actions that 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 caused inaction? Mm, right, right.
0: There's so many like there the the list of people, the list of negligent characters in this. Uh, should be so much more than one person or one agency um i just feel like they're misdirecting all the frustration and anger uh yeah and i we're never gonna we're never gonna i bet we'll never see it uh, i mean i could be wrong but i'm guessing we're never gonna see that combined uh footage that badge cam footage that cc footage the dash cam footage and the the timeline and the communications between
2: whatever the command structure was there but maybe we'll see some hottie-tottie politician or or commissioner or review group somewhere and we'll we'll see a photo op of them reacting to the to the footage we won't get to see the footage but we'll get to see other people seeing the footage what do you think
0: <laughs> right reaction videos yeah all right uh, I'm just gonna leave that one there for now. Uh, my, the whole Uvaldi thing is just completely frustrating, and you know, it even more so that we're dealing with a a bill already. You know what I mean? We don't even know what the fuck happened there. What we do know is it wasn't above board. It was a nasty failure.
2: All right. Well, oh, they they came out of the gate with all that stuff like before we even knew who the victims were or anything about this story. They were just immediately this. Right, right. Okay. Well, uh,
0: that's the bad news, everybody. That's the bad news. I think you know I can add Rhode Island shout out to the Rhode Island homies too. It looks like they got their magazine banned coming in, so. I don't know. It's a strange balance because some states, a lot of, and a shout out to the Arizona social rejects club uh, faction because their governor said, I'm not doing that. We're not doing red flags here no matter what you pass. So uh, Abbott, are you watching? Are you listening? You know, other red States that want to attract common sense people who, you know, are looking for a more polite society. Are you guys listening to what uh, the governor of Arizona's response is there? So uh, okay, well we'll keep an eye on that. That one's going to go through the uh, the plinkos of the power politics, but you know what? That one's going to end up in the Supreme Court eventually if they pass it, and it's going to have its ass handed to it, just like Russia Gate, just like all this other shit that they use as dialectics upon us to keep us distracted and busy and keep everybody, you know, looking in one direction. Eventually, it's going to hit the Supreme Court
2: and it's going to fail. Uh, and how, how does the SCOTUS, this current SCOTUS, feel about guns, Hesher?
0: Well, okay. Well, that leads us to the good news. Uh, the Supreme Court today ruled six to three that New York's regulations that made it difficult to obtain a license to carry a concealed handgun were unconstitutionally restrictive. That's right. Uh, and that it should be easier to obtain such a license. Uh, I'm going by memory here, so forgive me if I'm off, but if memory serves, I believe that there are about 18 million people in the New York City area and only 1,700 and some odd licenses to carry. That is how difficult it is to acquire one of those under their current um, what they call proper cause uh, for people seeking a license and uh, the supreme court just took that one down Uh, the existing standard required an applicant to show that proper cause seeking a license and allowed new york officials to exercise discretion in determining whether a person has shown a good enough reason for needing to carry a firearm uh, stating that one one wish to protect themselves or their property was not enough so that's how new york has been treating their people that's how uh, a lot of counties in california treat their people i knew a guy for example it was very rare to know uh, a civilian a civilian person who had a concealed carry in california you know mostly it's uh, ex-cops stuff like that but he had a, uh, a family uh, jewelry store so He would do the banking for the jewelry store and that was a good enough proper cause. So he was able to be one of those people. But in any case, uh, this is a major big deal because a lot of uh, counties and a lot of states and cities use this proper cause thing, which makes it almost impossible because they do not accept general self-protection as a proper cause and the Supreme Court uh, took that down today in the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin, and um, it's a big deal because what it does is it sets a precedent, and uh, that's a Supreme Court decision and isn't it amazing ruckus that the uh you can have a concealed carry decision comes out right before the uh abortion dis- the abortion riots in uh their next big decision coming up
2: yeah and it was a significant vote too um i think it was uh six three thank you i was gonna say that but then i was like is that right yeah okay six to three yeah so that's great i mean um and like you said it sets a precedent so hooray for new yorkers but hooray for any future shenanigans you know so i i call that a win um shout out to uh to salty cracker i know you're familiar with him hesher but uh he did a quick update on that and he, he spent like the first 30 seconds having what he called a 2a boner
0: <laughs> there are a lot of 2a boners going around today over that one i wish it wasn't uh I wish there wasn't a, a hitch put in the giddy up by this other thing going on but i think there's still a good chance that the the whole uh red flag you know this whole whatever that bill number is is, is not going to go down not going to go down as penned currently i don't know i don't know uh but shame on those rhinos who are backing that thing uh they get booed off the stage yet they still support it still sign it Why do they do this? Do they think they're going to get reelected? I don't know. Are they going to go for mail-in ballots? Is it it all a scam? I don't know. But, yeah, um, that's the good news, Ruckus. And I'm thinking we might want to uh, end on a high note there. So how about a a big 2A high note uh, closeout of the boiler room tonight?
2: Sounds good to me, man.
0: All right. All right. Well, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, it's Hesher and Ruckus serving up that second portion of the boiler room for you. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will be live often uh, around here at Alternate Current Radio and uh, other stuff. So keep an eye on our Discord server. You'll get notified every time we go live. Uh, Ruckus, anything else you want to throw out there before we get out of here?
2: Um, yeah, you know, I think that that's about it. I just want to give a shout out to all the other content creators on the network because other than The Boiler Room and The Daily Ruckus, we, of course, got The uh, Oddcast featuring The Odd Man Out, one of my particular favorites, as well as Mystical American Patriot Society with uh, Sumo and Smokestack. Freaking awesome, Michelle. Love those guys. Uh, and Soul Purpose with our own Mindspace Art, uh, who will be premiering a new episode tomorrow around the same time as uh, Boiler Room, 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, but... The following week, uh, he'll be premiering another new episode featuring myself. Uh, I will be a guest uh, coming up soon on Soul Purpose, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, And shout out again to TNT Radio and Patrick Henningsen for having me on this morning with you, Hesher. Uh, Folks, go check that out at uh, tntradio.live, I believe. Um, But thanks for having me on here. Uh, Folks, go check out the website. If you haven't been there in a while, it might look different than the last time you've seen it. Uh, Lots of exciting, cool visuals and things to explore. Uh, Looking for feedback and suggestions. So please, you know, let us know what you think. Send an email to me, Hesher, Spore, Mindspace Art. Take those names and just add at alternatecurrentradio.com and you're good to go. Thanks again, Hesher. Uh, May God bless each and every one of you and may God save this republic.
0: That's right. That's ruckus, everybody, of The Daily Ruckus. Make sure you're subscribed to The Daily Ruckus, another one of our favorite shows here at AlternateCurrentRadio.com. Uh, thanks, Rockfin, for having us. It's great to be on a platform where we can commit our thought crimes and speak our minds, not worry about being deplatformed. Always a pleasure oh, being Hesher, here. Oh, Hesher,
2: sorry, one more thing. I'll leave it in your hands, but can you please share what Janice shared on Twitter today? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I can. actually, I meant to do that. Let me uh, let me bring that up really quick here. That's another uh, bit of a sort of a high note that we can leave on. Um, so today is uh, the one year, one year ago today, John McAfee was stolen from us. A champion of freedom and privacy. The world is a much darker place without him. That's a quote from his his lovely wife, Janice. And uh, Janice, if you're out there, thanks for posting that. I appreciated your uh, your Twitter wall today. And she also posted a quote from John here. And that is, Do only what you love, or your life will be a shell full of unfulfillment. So, you know, a little bit of uh, John McAfee uh, channeled from the other side there. Thanks, Janice. Um, if you're new to what we do around here, be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel because Mindspace Art has made uh, some great John McAfee mashup videos, uh, taken some of his... Uh, words and put them to video edits they're they're really cool there's a whole john mcafee series up there and there's even a john mcafee appearance in the boiler room so be sure and get over there and subscribe to our youtube channel our bit shoot uh our Rockfin. um we have a couple that are not really populated yet like rumble but you might want to uh subscribe to those ones too because when we get the manpower we'll start dumping content up there as well But yeah, rest in peace, John. Um, Definitely a true champion of freedom and privacy. And that's it, everybody. That's it for this episode of Boiler Room. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you again real soon.
1: That's it. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama.